This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Hello, and welcome to Flourish with me, Tiffany Boyd. This is a podcast where we explore what it means to live with intention. I'm a mom to three beautiful boys, a wife, a friend, an entrepreneur, and so many other things. When my dad passed, I made a commitment to myself to live with intention. For years afterwards, I struggled with discovering what that meant. I felt uncomfortable giving myself permission or even figuring out how to honor that. What I do know and believe is that where attention goes, energy flows. This show will explore what it means to live with intention, seek to inspire you, and bring practical tools through stories and interviews that you can use to change your own life. Thank you for joining me and this wonderful community of women as we raise our vibration, honor ourselves, and live intentionally. This week's episode is a solo episode, and I'm going to try to tackle a topic that I believe is so, 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 I can't say so enough times, important. And it is the concept of worthiness, of self-worth. And I think for a lot of us, it's a trigger, whether we recognize it or not. And more than a trigger, I think where we are in our own worthiness journey very much predicts the success we're going to feel and experience in life. And I mean that in the broadest sense, success in terms of living in alignment in terms of feeling true, authentic happiness. I think most things in, in that regard can be linked back to our sense of worthiness. So I want to start by talking about what worthiness even is. So let's start with the definition of worthiness. And it is the quality of of being good enough, of suitability, the quality of deserving attention or respect, of being good enough. It resonates so deeply with me and at the same time it breaks my heart that this is something that so many of us, including myself, feel so much challenge around. And I want to connect how worthiness actually connects with the work and the success that people experience when they're trying to manifest. If you've listened to my prior shows, I've talked about the different stages of manifestation and gone into many of them in more detail. Just a quick recap. Manifestation is really know, three basic steps that can actually be broken down into much, much 
deeper detail and constructs in terms of the work that needs to happen at each stage, but it's about setting intention about what it is that you want to achieve, what you're trying to aspire towards in life. And that's the first step. The second step is to integrate and embrace and start to create that vibrational resonance and the emotion connected to what it would be like if you became that version of yourself that achieved, had already achieved those things that you were setting your intention towards. And the third step is around taking meaningful action towards those goals. In an episode I dedicated specifically to the shadow period of manifestation, which is that period in time where you're doing that really hard, meaningful work to rewire and reprogram your brain with the new patterns and beliefs to achieve that new version of you and to replace those old patterns is where this concept of worthiness comes up. And the number one block that people have when trying to manifest, you know, setting your intention is one thing, starting to feel how you would feel if you'd achieve the thing, if you're trying to get a house, it would feel like to walk through the doors and, and to be in that space and to know it's yours. You can go there, you can daydream, but where we get blocked is our ability to receive. And when you do the deep diving work, as you start to look at the programming, as you start to look at the mistaken beliefs, it could be that, you know, on the surface, the first belief is, you know, money is bad. You grew up where your parents always talked about people who they, you know, called rich people with air quotes. And there was always a tone of condescension or that there was some evil attached to them. So you're fe- fearful of money. But if you dig deeper and deeper and deeper, what it comes down to is that is what it is on the surface. But below that is some deep seated belief that you're not worthy of it. And worthiness is something that may be a lifetime's worth of work and you may transcend one level of worthiness or perception or experience of self-worth and achieve a little bit more success, create a little bit more alignment. But in my experience, as I do that, it's like, you know, and this is just me where I'm at today, right now, honest and vulnerable. I come through one layer and I just find that there's another layer that I'm working on. And it's interesting because last week when I was planning for this show, for this episode, and I knew I wanted to speak about worthiness, I had all of my notes written out and the things that I wanted to cover. And then this morning I woke up and to a text that was particularly triggering for me. And when I recognized what was triggering for me and it doesn't matter what the the topic was and i'm not going to share the details because i don't want to be disrespectful to any to anyone or, or to reveal who it was because it doesn't matter but deep 
down, what it triggered was this deep sense of challenge related to my own worthiness. What I felt was being asked of me was that I make myself smaller, that I diminish my own experience because somehow in having that experience or owning it or sharing it, I was taking away from someone else. And it broke my heart for a number of reasons. And I reflected on it today. And I had to I had to leave work to bring one of my dogs to the vet. And when I left work, I purposely didn't turn on the radio or a podcast as I was driving because I just wanted to sit in silence and think about it because it was really, really upsetting for me. I actually cried this morning before I left work and I just was feeling very off by the time that I arrived. And I didn't have the time to, to process or think. So I wanted to take advantage of the few, few precious moments that I had during the day where I had nothing else that I needed to do, nowhere else I needed to be. I was driving, I was by myself. And as I left the office, it was quite foggy, rainy, cloudy. And where I live, the town is in a little bit of a valley. And I put the question out, you know, how can I look at this differently? I recognize that I'm being triggered. How can I see this from a higher perspective? What do I need to learn? How can I handle this differently? And I just sat silently seeking advice from a higher source, my higher self, my guides, or even me, wherever it would come, honestly, I'd take it because I didn't want to feel how I was feeling. And this is probably the third time in a very short period and in different circumstances that I've been triggered in this way on this same topic. And before I go into the details of what happened next in the story, what I want to share is that I'm intentionally using the words, I was triggered because I own my experience of how I am reacting to what is happening. And in acknowledging that and in taking responsibility that on some level I am attracting and calling these experiences into my life. I am also creating the possibility and empowering myself to take responsibility to change the experiences that I'm calling into my life. But that starts by acknowledging that there's a pattern. It starts by acknowledging that my reaction is my own to own and that It is also mine to solve and change. And if I don't like how I'm feeling, then I need to own that I'm calling this in. And I just want to mention that when you are in the shadow period of manifestation, this is not uncommon. It is not uncommon to 
have these challenges, these tests, these dragons appear. And I want to point out that when you're experiencing the same thing, the same pattern repeating, there's a lesson that you need to learn, or at least this is how I feel about it. There's a lesson that I need to learn. There's a lesson that I haven't learned. There's a pattern that I'm repeating. And if I want to change it, I need to do the introspection. I need to do the work and I need to look at it from a higher or different perspective. And so as I sat in my vehicle, driving from work up the hill towards my house, what became very, very clear all of the sudden, and at the same time, I came out of the fog, I came out of the clouds, the sun was shining, and there couldn't have been a clearer metaphor, is that I can't solve this experience or this pattern from the same energy that I was creating it. And ultimately, what the energy that I needed to bring in was that of love and that of forgiveness for myself, for my own reaction, for my own experience, and for the other people involved. And I say that, and I recognize that, but at the same time, it wasn't clear to me what that meant. How do I shift my energy in a practical way? to an energy that resonates with love. Forgiveness, I understand that concept and I've worked really hard to understand how to forgive in a way that doesn't mean that I'm denying my experience or explaining it away or saying that something that happened was okay. So I can understand how to forgive I can create and hold space that we're all human. We're all doing the best we can. We all have our stories and our experiences that lead us to what we do. And I can hold compassion for other people. And at the same time, recognize that something that happened to me was not okay. And that in forgiving it, it's a choice that I'm making to let it go, to let go of that energy of resentment, to let go of that energy of being harmed or being a victim to say that I don't want to be in that space anymore. And that is one of the most loving and kind and serving things that I can do for myself. And it allows me to move on without denying my experience while also creating space for somebody else. And it's a holding a lot of conflicting, perhaps, on the surface, experiences and perceptions and realities, when in fact, if you can create space, and if you can believe that things are not mutually exclusive, someone can hurt you, and you can have compassion for them while you can also at the same time say that what they did was not okay. And all of that can be true at the same time. And that in letting it go, 
that is the kindest and most serving thing that you can do for yourself is allow yourself to move on and get out of that pattern. So the forgiveness piece I get, I've worked through it and I feel like I've successfully forgiven myself and others and it takes work and you have to be ready and you can't spiritually bypass or just you know intellectually work yourself or you work your way through it you have to truly mean it so i'm not i don't want to diminish the work of that experience or that effort of forgiveness but how do you heal a sense of unworthiness a sense of being triggered at your core, at your deepest sense of worth or value or, I don't know, your deepest pain point. And so I understood that when I got this hit, and it's simple, it made perfect sense but what does that actually mean? And I've been sitting with it all day. What does it mean to use love to heal something? So I reflected on that today and I want to share what I intuitively got back because this has been a bit of an aha for me. And if it's something that you can relate to, I hope it helps you. And I hope I can explain it well, because it's like, as soon as I understood it, it became a part of my knowing that now somehow is really hard to put into words. So bear with me. And I'm going to try to tell it in a bit of a story so that you can relate to it practically. So, and I think I'm not alone in this, but one of my core beliefs, one of my core values is that every person is valuable. Every person is worthy. I do not believe that any person is better than anyone else. And I think that wars and some of the most horrible parts of our history come down to a belief that someone or some country or some religion or some gender or some way of thinking is right or better than some other country or some other way of thinking or some other gender. And fundamentally... I do not agree with that. And it is so much a part of my being and how I want to be and how I want to show up and how I want to navigate this world and how I want to treat every person that I interact with that part of how I have been showing up as a white woman of privilege is almost feeling guilty by default for being and that's not on anyone else 
I acknowledge my privilege and I also acknowledge that my reaction to that has been to take on some guilt. And the way that I often show up when I experience or sense or feel that there's some disparity around the space that's being created for everyone to experience that same level of recognition or value or importance is I try to create more space for others. But the pattern that I found myself in, and I didn't know I was doing it consciously, is trying to minimize my own worth, trying to make myself smaller, to create more space for other people. And it's in small ways and big ways. And I cannot fundamentally hold the belief that all people are worthy and at the same time action that by diminishing my own worth because those two beliefs those two or I I suppose that belief and that action do not align and that action in and of itself communicates that I am not worthy, that I am not ready to receive. And I don't think I'm alone in this. I think so many of us do this. I think it happens in small micro ways all day, every day to many people. And those are people of privilege. Those are people that have the space and the opportunity to do that. And then there are the people that don't even have that opportunity. They're not afforded that. They're actually treated in a way that they are worth less. And I don't mean worthless. I just mean worth not as much. And even saying that out loud, that we would ever look at two humans or two beings and say that one is better than the other breaks my heart. And I recognize that I cannot change or heal someone else. I can't come up with an intelligent enough argument that someone cannot deny to the point where they agree with me and there's consensus or there's agreement or there is, you know, a reconciliation over whatever the argument or the conflict was about. What I can do is create space and love and stand in my own worthiness. And what I need to practice more of, much as I've practiced with forgiveness, is in doing that, continuing to hold space for someone else's worthiness. And that will mean 
that we may have different positions on a topic. That may mean that I am saying it is okay for your belief, your perception, your experience to be 100% in conflict or contradiction to what my experience and my belief and my experience are. And both can be true. And that's okay. And your worth isn't any less. What I realized when I was driving up the hill and I had the aha that you can't heal this experience from the same place that you created it. You can't use the same energy and get caught in your head in the narratives of the thousand different ways and things that you'd say and feeling really good while you're speaking to yourself out loud in the car, practicing what you'll say to the person. You can't make that narrative perfect enough that you're going to quote air quotes and I'm doing it, win the argument because that's not winning and I can't heal someone else and I can't change someone else's opinion and that's not my place to do it, but I can love myself. And sometimes that's all you can do and that's enough. And in doing that and in holding space for my own worth and reprogramming my mind and my experience, I can create an energetic resonance that puts me in a position where I am capable of receiving, where I am capable of manifesting a different reality and a different experience and transcending through this pattern that keeps showing up. And I wanted to share this today. It wasn't what I planned to share. I had so many other notes and very specific things that were a lot more intellectual on the concept of worthiness, but this experience just felt so much more significant and so real, and it still feels a little bit raw, but it was such an aha for me today, and none of it is, you know, brilliant or earth-shattering, but it was just very real, and if it helps even one person as they're processing or working through their own sense of self-worth or or working through that reprogramming or when they're feeling triggered how to recognize that it's a pattern and to look at it differently in a way that you can change your experience to get a different result by owning responsibility and intentionally creating a new reality, then I'll be happy. (laughs) So I was interrupted so many times tonight, and that's just, you know, how it goes when you're recording a podcast at home with three young kids and three dogs. So I hope it isn't too choppy. I want to thank all of you for taking one of your most valuable commodities and listening today. And I just want to highlight a few things. I am very excited to announce that I am switching platforms, which for you won't mean a lot, but what might mean a lot is that I am realigning my services. 
I am going to be structuring my services for both individuals or entrepreneurs and for businesses. And with that, I'm going to realign my price schedule. And my intention with that is I'm expanding a few of the things that I'm doing and expanding to provide some more services for businesses who serve. And so you'll see a new segment on the website and I'll be focusing working on businesses and nonprofits who are connected to service as part of their mission. And so there's going to be a whole suite of new services related to that, which has always been part of the dream. And I'm so excited to be able to launch that soon. And in doing that, I'm taking the opportunity to realign the services I'm already providing to individuals and solo or entrepreneurs. And I want to offer it. I'll be offering fewer spots, but I'm going to be offering it at a lower price point to make it more accessible before it was all kind of combined together and priced with that in mind. So now if you are interested in working with me and you are a solo or an entrepreneur and you want to get in, please get in touch soon. I will not be taking as many, um, individual people for the one-on-one VIP because I will be taking on other work. So if you're interested, email soon And if you are interested in getting in on the um, flourishing you, the expansion slash business program, live cohort program that starts at the end of September, I am reducing the price on that as well for entrepreneurs or solopreneurs. And I will be taking 30 students in that class. Um, So go to the website. Uh, register. You won't see the price reduction yet. Uh, I will be sharing it through my newsletter. And if you are interested in working with me in either of those ways, please email me at flourishinglately at gmail.com. And I'll provide you with the exclusive discount code, uh, which will allow you to access the services at the new reduced price before everything moves to my new platform. And I'm advertising it more broadly. So thank you again for listening. And in case you needed to hear it today, you are worthy. You are so worthy. It's not a question. It's a fact. And if it helps, say it a few times to yourself tonight and see how you feel when you say those words. I am worthy. What comes up for you? Does it feel uncomfortable? Does it feel good? Take some time and do a little introspection. Let me know. Send me a note. If this was helpful, please let me know. Consider sharing it with a friend. And if there is stuff you'd like to hear more of, please uh, send me a DM on Instagram flourishing underscore lately or email me at flourishing lately at gmail.com thanks everybody have a great day i'm gonna let it shine this little light of mine i'm gonna let it shine
it shine, let it shine, let it shine.